Hey. Hey. <laughs> Finally. Hey, guys. It's Steph Take Flight. And it's Latoya Onora. Welcome back to In Her Bag. Yeah. On this Friday, April the 3rd. My goodness. Yeah. Time is flying by rather slowly. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yes. <laughs> I definitely do. I'm like, April 3rd, put a zero to it. (laughs) (laughs) So, how you been holding up? Good. I know, um, like, the last time we talked was was last week, right? Yes, it was. So, I did stay in the house the entire Saturday. (laughs) When I... Yeah, I stayed in the house the entire Saturday. It felt so good. I watched Netflix, the uh, right. Tiger King. Mm-hmm. The Tiger King or King Tiger? One, the, one of the shows with, about the crazy I've heard about guy. it. You yes. still have not? Oh, my no, goodness. No, everybody don't know what you're me Pearl killed her husband. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It's so good. Cool. Yeah, so. I watched cool. um, the... Madam C.J. Walker movie or series. Oh, how was that? Um, I, everybody keeps like, asking, like, have you watched it? I'm like, no, I've read plenty of her books. Like, y'all didn't know Annie Malone and all this stuff. Like, I read plenty <laughs> of the books on her, so I'm not really too pressed out to watch them. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. They made it, you know, how they make remake things. Which is um, more suspenseful than the real life, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they needed to, to pick some battles and some suspense came with those battles. So cool. Yeah. Um, I've been pretty much in the house a couple so days are a you week. Still going to the office? Yep, I go to the office two to three days a week, depending. And, um, but I'm not sure how that's going to, um, be as of, you know, in the future, because today they officially started our in-home, um, something, they call it in-home shelter for the state of Georgia. Oh, it started today. Yeah. It started today. Um, actually right now, 6 PM. Yep. That's the curfew I got? Uh, curfew is at 9 PM. Yep. You'll get oh, it's not a curfew, nine o'clock. My goodness. I know. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. But it's still, you know, draining for a lot of people. So just, you know, the idea of having so it. So have the number of COVID victims decreased affected increased. Is that why they've done the lockdown or I'm not sure. <laughs> we have a hot spot here in Georgia, you know, we're kind of a big international hub for a lot of things so I'm not and sure. I was listening to Ricky Smiley this morning somewhere in Georgia some small town someone had a funeral and infected like so many people like who went to the funeral in the small oh. town I don't even remember the name of the small town in Georgia um but yeah like the one person was had the COVID and went to this funeral with like 100 people at the funeral and that one person affected one person, and but then that other one person got like infected their whole family or something. It was like ten people. Then another ten, like it, the numbers had increased. Wow. Uh, so I mean, like crazy. I said, I just think that it's not gonna be over till all of us get it. 
and will build up immune to it. And yeah, because it's the scary thing is like you can have. I feel like I may have it and not have symptoms. Like yeah, the fact that you can have something and not have symptoms is scary as hell. <laughs> yes, that is right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest effect that plays with your mental, for sure. For sure. Um. So, what are we talking about today? Mental health. So I yeah, mental health. Like just as a whole Mm -hmm. like how was your mental health prior to COVID-19 and now after or is it kind of the same like I spoke with my therapist last week like I've been trying to fire this lady for so fucking long oh my gosh me like I see a therapist like I I see a therapist period like I know like I see a therapist you know and I definitely encourage everybody should see a therapist Mm -hmm. you know this stigma um that particularly Afri- the african-american community mm-hmm. like i don't want people in my business but like i've been seeing a therapist for a very long time like since i was a child um uh, just because of different traumatic things happened in my childhood mm-hmm. and then let alone in my adulthood so like my family has always been pretty open um about that and knowing right. the importance of mental health but I know it's a large number of people who don't. They don't think yes. that they need. They don't think that they should share what's going on in their household with someone that's non-biased that doesn't really even know you. Right. Um, which I think is it, it's extremely important that we as individuals have some sort of outlet um, to be able to express how we feel um, or just any situation to a non-biased person right. who don't know us, who don't, you know, we should yes I totally agree and I know we talked about um the fact that we were going to talk about mental health and I was like okay so um I wrote down some notes the other day about mental health and do you know Mm -hmm. my second point on there is how do you fire your therapist (laughs) (laughs) because no I feel like the journey with me and her is just like Mm -hmm. it's not even like I'm not saying she's telling me wrong information and all this. This is why Mm -hmm. I want to fire her. I'm just over her because I don't feel like she's really giving me any really good tactical techniques. Or um, I feel um, the same way about mine. And in some cases, I I feel like she's actually talking to me to release her. um, I agree. And I'm like, like who's the therapist here? Me or you? Yeah, in the beginning, um, you know, it, it was work because you're like, oh my God, this is happening. But then as things change in your life and that's not, no longer, you know, you've surpassed that. And it's just like, mm, you're not really, you know. Right. I, so, I don't I mean, feel like talking to you right now. And then your feedback is not what I want to hear. You're not saying shit. Right. But yo, putting you, when you was in a situation, I don't care. Yes. Don't care. When you were in it. Yep. Or someone they care. know that was in yeah. yes so and I think that that's just one technique or one style of therapy and mm-hmm. I'm not into this style of therapy and like like yeah. you said I think it, it helps for um, some people but we're I'm looking for someone who's going to give me something to go off on like okay take this this out of it or do this exercise to help you x y and z or Here's yes. some, like you said, techniques or things of that nature to um, 
you know, help you progress. And I just, you know, sometimes I go in there and I'm like, well, I could have just called Toya. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got out of this? Is it just like me talking and you trying to tell me about a time you did something similar? I'm always like, yes, just sit there and listen sometimes. But then also, it's times that I want feedback. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I... I don't know. Like you said, there's a huge stigma in our um, community about counseling or, um, you know, therapy in general. I grew up in a home that I witnessed my grandma suffer from a mental illness and I saw her seek counseling. I'm actually um, so big on mental health that I'm, you know, actually working on a book about it. So I can't wait. But I I want to know, do you, think, how, do you think, do you think, mental health or mental illnesses is hereditary or do you think it's conditional that's tricky i i honestly think it's a combination of both right mm-hmm. uh, if you come from a family and when i say like your, i mean like your grandma your great grandma your great grandmother's mother all of these folks and then your mother mm-hmm. like all these women have some sort of mental health yes it has to be something genetic right right yeah and you know before then before they even was labeling it you know mental health or severe uh depression they didn't know yeah they didn't know what to call it nope they just called you crazy oh exactly jimmy jimmy joe there um you know he'll look crazy he a little off Mm -hmm. (laughs) they used to say today oh he a little off you know, and or he a little off because he was in a war. Well, that was traumatic, a traumatic event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was possibly PTSD or some other severe case of uh, mental illness that came from an incident, you know? Um, I like also, Susie that she just can't come out her room. She can't come out of her room because she's severely depressed. Her husband is cheating. She has all these goddamn kids. She don't have a job. You know, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then it's so many layers. Yeah, it is. It's so many layers. So, okay, back to how do you fire your therapist? Because I really need to fire. Um, well, I was just thinking I'm going to tell mine, like, maybe do, I'm going to think I'm going to have a phone session with her and just tell her. Like, I just think at this point in my life uh, that we've just come to an end. Oh, my God, you're going to break up with your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> It just comes to an end. Like, I think that you supported me along the way as much as you can. And, um, yeah, I don't think that I, I that I really need to utilize you anymore right now. Yeah, see, I'm, I was just going to dip and be like, okay, like, I... Or stop scheduling appointments. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's she going to call me? If she called yeah. me... If she's a good me, one, she would. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. Can I just be like, I'm yeah. good? <laughs> yeah. And then I was going to schedule somewhere else. But then it's like, well, on, 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 a, on a therapist or counselor spectrum, it's like, well, how do you close out that case on metrics, right? Yeah. They, they, they just stop making appointments with the finance. You know, these all these assumptions mm-hmm. when they don't have clarity. And speaking of finances, that's a huge topic. A lot of people cannot afford therapy. So, well, they have a lot of, um, like, right now they have therapy online. So mm-hmm. they have a lot of different resources. Um, they have some um, 
therapist that goes off a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes uh, some insurances do cover therapy, or yeah, some insurance employers do. have like um, you can get up to five to ten free sessions per issue and things like that. So I definitely encourage everyone that is trying to seek it to you know try to find those ways. Um, to pay for it or finance it first before coming out of pocket because it and is And let's expensive. make this clear too like you can start off with a a therapist or a counselor and then go on to like a psycholo- psychologist or a psychiatrist mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times people think oh therapy is the person that's on the, ca- the, the couch on the couch um, yes with their, you know, you're the the client on the couch, and then the therapist or right. psychoanalyst or, or psychiatrist is sitting mm-hmm. there with their their glasses. That's and, not know, always that's the not case. Always the case. Yeah. Mm-mm. And each each um, professional specializes in something different. Mm-hmm. So, as a female, a black female. How do you feel about like? Do you have a certain race or gender? Um, or sex when picking therapists? Well, for me in St. Louis, Missouri, like I always want my therapist not to be from St. Louis <laughs> mm-hmm. because I think just like them being from St. Louis, they already have a certain bias and they wow, already know. Wow, I never heard that. That's even deeper. Like, oh, forget yeah. if you're black or white or Asian <laughs> or female or male. You can't yeah, be from the are, I just, No. <laughs> so you have a demographic um, Yeah. St. Louisans are very strange people, period. Mm-hmm. I don't care what social economic, where you fall at and the platform. If you are from St. Louis and a true St. Louisan, you're weird, okay? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Asking a question where you go to high school and like I would say things and you know exactly. I wish I'm I would about. go into no. a therapist's office and they ask me where I go to high school. I'm gonna punch them in the face. <laughs> ask that question, but you know, if you're yeah. talking to like new ones, mm-hmm. they want to get to know you. You can kind of already, you know, right. read. Like, mm. tell me about it. And then like the people too. Like if I say something, you know, I feel like. Mm-hmm certain social groups they may know I don't know and well, it could be all in my head too <laughs> I've been to um therapy solo and I've been to like couples counseling or whatever like that as well and um and oh, I, how was that very I, awkward I to do the couples and the other person was like not having it <laughs> I was like um you're fucked up I'm like yeah you real fucked up <laughs> yeah it's been, one it's always hard to get the other person to go you know one or the other is very very hard to get them to go and so when y'all both agree to go it's all you know then that that's when that second part came in it was about okay so do we go with someone that is a male or a female or you know of certain types of race and so um personally uh I felt that I didn't like our couple's counselor um I thought that she was so much so flirting with um the person that I was with and kind of just being very biased and so I'm not I didn't have a great experience in in couples counseling so I'm wondering if the sex or gender or anything or nationality if it was changed you know with our experience would have been better and could that have saved my whole relationship 
Who knows? Because it ended after that. You know? Well, they're supposed to be non-biased. Like, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, but, but how but how can you not like, be... Like, yes, exactly. So if I'm a female, um, black, and a black female comes in with her um, her counter or partner, um, it's some issues that I'm sure that I could relate to her being a black female that maybe if it was a white male could not, you know, take himself out of, you know what I'm saying, and put himself in and not be biased towards it. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but then um, I have friends who have like white Caucasian therapists or mm-hmm. uh, psychiatrists, and mm-hmm. they feel like that they can't be relatable. Which, not saying you want them to be relatable, but they just don't understand like mm-hmm. the makeup of African American woman, right? Yeah, and then I have <laughs> the same ones that have them, and they totally would prefer a different gender, different oh, race. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I'm thinking about going that route, unfortunately, because I've tried to, yeah, I've tried the other way. And so maybe it's time for me to just kind of venture out and free ball, freestyle it. Mm-hmm. So, um and a lot of stuff, too, is weird because a lot of people aren't really religious, but a lot of uh, counseling is sometimes religious-based. Really? I so, have Really? Yeah, tons of it, especially a lot of couples counseling um, oh, is religious-based. Okay. And sometimes um, I've had some people that I know um, wanted to seek counseling, but they wanted to make sure that it wasn't religious-based counseling. Like, but when you say you couples know, counseling, is it like people who get getting ready to get married or no. just as a whole? Okay, okay. Just as a whole. We're, and we're in a partnership together and we have some issues. We'll Got be it. together okay. or whatever it is. Um, you can't even get to marriage counseling or pre-marriage counseling. But even besides that, it's it's been times where I know people have requested counseling not from a religious center. Because if you think about it, like a lot of pastor and stuff are counselors too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so how do you feel about religious-based counseling? Um, I have no interest. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, yeah, 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 I don't have any because I feel that still feel biased. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if I'm not a certain, you know, type of religion, right? Um, right. I still think that they would still push their principles of their right. Religions on to me intertwine totally, in that uh, session or approach. Mm-hmm. Yes, I um honestly like I think that sometimes. So let me let me start here. Have you been in a relationship with someone who's had a mental illness, or you think they had a mental illness? Um, let me say this: I think we all have mental illness. So, um, but I mean, like serious, not some that you know. Some issues you can like um, functional, some mental, like but like yes, oh, you can function. Should be and you diagnosed go to therapy with right diagnosed. No, with, I have not. Not not you know not 
some type of anxiety disorder or like clinical depression. Got I mean, it. Okay. They no. have maybe mm-hmm. bipolar disorder no, no. or obsessive compulsive disorder. No, or, and I think it would know, be challenging. Some of the big ones. So my, like my sister has bipolar. Um, so it's definitely, mm-hmm. I, but I've never dated someone who um, struggled with some sort of mental illness that has been documented and diagnosed. No. Right. Yeah, I mean, but they, I, I've read tons of articles where there is definitely it's lawyers and professors that have like schizophrenia mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and bipolar and well, they still can you know, function. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they function well. Yeah, it seems. Um, just kind of like even autism is a is a mental illness. Mm-hmm or mental disorder, but a lot of people that are autistic um, have a higher IQ, right? you know, and brain functionality than the normal person. So it doesn't, I want to make sure people know that, like, mental health does not equivalent, oh, they're dumb. Because oh, by no. far, mental mm-hmm. health is not people being dumb. I agree. I agree. Know? So... And I think it's a huge um, difference between, I think people sometimes are are stressed and actually not depressed. So, like, what's the difference between stressed and depressed? You know what I mean? Some people are just stressed out. And just because you're stressed out doesn't automatically mean you have, you know, you're depressed. Stressed out and still function. A person that's depressed can just be a person that's stressed out, not necessarily always sad, sad or don't feel like the quality of life is worth it. Like depression, they're totally two different um, um, avenues. <laughs> right. I think stress is caused by like something, and it's a it's temporarily, it's a temporary temporarily. Um, position that you're in. I'm stressed for the last three months because my I had deadlines at my job or you know <clears throat> but stress comes, people stress about usually things that's out of their control depression is not something that's in your control what do you mean it's not something you can, you so like, like people um, stress about you know I may I think like like their health right yes or um they don't know if they are gonna uh be able to pay their rent but they kind of have control of paying their rent they kind of mm-hmm. you know like <clears throat> it's depression is something mm-hmm. chemically in your brain i don't think mm-hmm. like stress is defined that same way well, I think it's yeah, I think it's I the think factors that... that goes on in life, which it may mm-hmm. be the same thing with depression, but with stress, um, yeah, I think it. I think there's. I two think sometimes things. stress can cause you to become depressed, just <clears throat> like grieving could cause you to become depressed. <clears throat> yes, you know. Um, but I definitely think there is some type of situational depression, um, and then there's a whole other depression you know that's just like you said that slump that you can't really get out of <clears> like mantic, right yeah exactly mantic yeah. depression um 
But you have people that's depressed, but they appear to you just fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. My grandma struggled with uh, manic depression and, and anxiety disorder. Um, and sometimes we even think she... Can we talk about uh, that? Like a lot of bipolar disorder are come out saying that they have anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think recognizing that is amazing. Yes. Uh, anxiety is... I don't know if that's something that um, more and more, like you said, the generations are coming out with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is like some people that have social anxiety, you know, and a social anxiety disorder, meaning like they are only only have anxiety when they're in social settings or some or vice versa. They have <clears throat> to be in social settings. Uh-huh. And so with this social distancing going on, I know a lot of people are probably, you know, suffering from not being, not being able to be social, you know? Yeah. And they probably go towards social media (laughs) to try to, you know, suppress that. I just looked Um, up an anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. And it said a mental health disorder characterized by feeling, by feelings of worrying or fear mm-hmm. that are strong enough to interfere with your um, daily activities. Wow. And and what about separation anxiety? You know how I was um, visiting a friend in New York <clears throat> mm-hmm. and um, her dog, believe it or not, had um, was taking medicine, medicine for separation anxiety. I mean, this dog, when we left, would do crazy things, would bite off its own fur in patches because we we would leave for a couple hours. You know, we'd do crazy things because we would leave for a couple hours. And they diagnosed the dog with separation anxiety. Well dogs well dogs have anxiety. So it's different levels of anxiety, but dogs do have anxiety. Like I think Stella so do you has, think- has anxiety issues. Oh, Stella definitely has. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to laugh with the way you said, oh, Stella. Stella is my she... dog, you guys, by the way. I don't want you guys to think I'm laughing at, like, someone. That, no, she like, definitely anyway. has a social anxiety or and she's looking at me like what? anxiety. Mm-hmm. As soon as we walk into the room, if it's more than one or two people, she kind of dips. <laughs> exactly. She looks at you sideways. She kind of go all the way around just to not cross paths with you. She I really think has. whoever trained her like did something to my dog. I don't know. <clears throat> oh. So like you said, it could it could be a learned condition, mm-hmm. not hereditary. So in her case, a learned condition. Um, what do you do if you are in a relationship with someone who's who you believe have a mental illness? Sometimes it's hard to like bring that to the forefront. If you're in- what was that? I think you broke up. Speak with their family? You were you were breaking up. I didn't oh, hear you. Oh, and I think if you're dealing with someone who has a mental health issue and they're not confronting that or identifying that, they think there's nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. That as their their partner, you know, their companion, their spouse or whatever, you should confine maybe in their family. 
And then mm-hmm. if the family is in denial as well, maybe you should just get your own therapist to help you, you know, have your own professional outlet on on ways mm-hmm. to deal with that. Because that's a lot to take in. And it's like, people right. die from stress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. And I believe um, your race and ethnicity, <clears throat> depending on where you are, you have a higher chance or you know, higher rates of mental disorders that go kind of un- unnoticed. And like you said, in our, our culture, it's taboo. And so that affects our overall physical health. If your emotional health is weakened, Absolutely. so is your your um, physical health. Absolutely. So um, mental health, like I said, It's is, definitely real. And I is, think that... Um, in this session, we should leave like a few links um, for people to connect with therapists or find, yeah. you know, resources. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Because especially with all the sig- stigmas that are out there, you know, um, faced with minorities and age, you know, like what is is it too old for me to seek therapy or I'm not too young or <clears throat> you know just in, in general oh I'm over um, here eating these raw walnuts I'm about to fucking pass out <laughs> they so dry <laughs> I don't have the cover I just shouldn't have eaten those while I'm recording <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I drink sorry guys yes and especially um, oh, Lord. in the instance where like in the quarantine COVID <laughs> 19 I mean mental health is so important it's so important yeah and I think like our um, audience you know if you guys have any questions on um, you know referral sources of therapists or psychoanalysts or um, psychiatrists definitely drop a note to us so we can share that information yes Yes, any resources that others um, could use or that you use and that you found helpful. Um, I just think that's big, you know. Did you know that, like, when we were talking about demographic, how you were saying you don't want anybody from, um, you know, St. Louis mm-hmm. specifically to be your therapist. Um, did you know that mental health uh, and depression um, is less likely are there lower rates in um, states that are sunnier or have warmer climates, like better weather? Like when I studied abroad in London, so I was like, like, I love London, but I definitely couldn't live here because it's it's too rainy. It's not enough sunlight. Um, mm, it's very dreary, yeah, and dreary I, and there. I didn't like that at all. It affected my mood. That's what they say about Seattle, too. Seattle I want to go to Seattle. I, I want to go. We're gonna go. As soon as we're off punishment, we're gonna go. So yeah. If you guys have any questions <laughs> yeah. or any topics you want us to talk about, definitely email us at in her bag pod at gmail dot com. Thank you all for listening. Um we'll be back in what probably yeah, about another week. week. Yeah. So have a good weekend. Yeah. Stay safe and sane. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Bye. All right.